What's up, everybody, and welcome to this week's huddle. We come at you every Tuesday, 3 o'clock Central, to discuss maintaining forward progress in your flooring career. Blah, 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 blah. Sorry about that. Um, today's a special episode. Um, with me, as always, is Daniel and Jose from Preferred Flooring. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to be joined today by Crystal Sims, the installation guru and uh jen zern as well so they shot a a video uh when was that crystal at the cfi convention at the cfi convention with uh mohawk's accessory um side of their business and it was it was a pretty awesome uh insight into uh these ladies oh i i would call it kind of struggle in the start of their flooring careers. I think all of us have some of that, um, but they have a particular aspect as as being women in the flooring industry. So we thought we would dive deeper into that conversation with them. So welcome, Crystal. Thank you for joining us. And Jen should be joining us here shortly. Yeah, she said she's commuting, but she's going to jump on her phone. So, All right. So we get Jose and Jen in the cars. I've been there. I've been there a few times myself. So, all right. So, um, you know, maybe we'll wait for Jen to get on to start any Q and A with the ladies. But, um, Crystal, can you tell me how that um, interview kind of came to be, and and where that where that idea got started? I think Megan um, from, is it Megan from FC Magazine? FCI Magazine. FCI Magazine reached out and asked if I'd be willing to do an interview for them uh, during the CFI convention. And I'd actually, she had um, talked about the generational gap is where it, where it started from. And I just was like, I think that Jose and Daniel have a lot more insight uh, as to the generational gap. And so I asked her if the three of us could actually be there together. And so I didn't even know they were going to separate that interview into me talking about the women in the industry. So I thought that was pretty cool once I once I seen that was coming out. She has an issue to where she she gets nervous and she's like, I just want want you guys to be there with me, you know? <laughs> been like that since she was she was a kid. Why don't you just come with me? Will you just come with me? See, it wasn't even that though. <laughs> I just I just felt like they would present a lot better for that topic. installation crisis. Yeah, the the topic that they were looking for, and so that's kind of why I offered the three of us because we all three of us have a little bit something else, something different to offer. Yeah. Well, you kind of have the two birds with one stone thing, though. You know, you are Mm -hmm. younger and uh, a woman, so you can speak on both aspects. So I enjoyed the the um, the video. I thought that there was some particular things in there. Uh, One question in particular for you was I noticed you said thing and and I wanted to just be transparent and get it out there. Like I know a lot of uh, men in the industry are walk on eggshells, so to speak, in talking to women or not even just to women. But to give you an example, if I put out a 
if I'm talking to the crews and refer to them, hey, you guys need to do X, Y, and Z. And if there's a lady on there, am I messing up by that? But I heard you kind of refer to yourself as one of the guys. So that seems to be maybe uh, a key uh, insight, at least for me. Does that bother you if you're in the crowd of a, of if you're one of two women on a crew and you're referred to as, you know, not specifically, but as the crew overall, as, as the guys or you guys, is that, is that, did I, um, did I explain that well enough? I'm curious. No, I get it. Uh, I, it doesn't bother me at all. Jen needs to be added as a, a panelist. She said. Looks like they're working on it. All right. You know, um, one thing too is, and this is kind of like the little inside joke is, um, as as Crystal started progressing in the the her career in the flooring industry, I I never referred to her as uh, like her like that's baby sister, right? That's what we used to say all the time. Or if if someone could do it, I should say, "Do you want me to go get my baby sister to do it for you?" And you know that kind <laughs> of like uh, broke the ice with the guys as as far as um, how she was viewed. It, she was never viewed as lesser than. Uh, she was always viewed as an equal, and some of that might have been because Daniel and I are her brother, and, and obviously we 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 are geared a little bit differently. But uh, the other part is that she just kind of earned that respect, man. Like she earned it. She lifted everything. She hauled everything. She did. She did all the hands on. She did all the grunt work. She started no different than anybody else would as a a greenhorn in the industry, um, and that earned her a ton of respect from. Uh, anyone, woman or, or male or female, that worked around her with her, um, or continues to work around her with her, she she earned that respect herself. We didn't do any of that; she did all that herself. Yeah, I'm curious with day to day interactions and things like that with your crews and stuff. So, looks like Jen's joined us now. Hey, Jen, how are you? Pretty good. Sorry about that technical difficulties we got you in we blame everything on paul anyways my fault <laughs> so um day-to-day -day interactions day-to-day -day interactions because you lead a crew is that correct crystal i do how does um from a generational gap standpoint more than female although i'm sure it'll roll into there how how is the if you have um older installers on your crew how do you how do you work through that as a as a younger um lead so there's actually only one person on the crew that is older than me um but we've worked together for, no, for years. six years six to eight years something like that he actually started like a year after i did and so we work really well together uh, sometimes he gets on my nerve because he does a lot of this, but, uh, I just have to let him know, like, you are still setting an example in front of, you know, these younger guys who tend to follow his lead because he is someone to look up to. And so, um, I did have that conversation with him where it's just like, you know, me and you are kind of in this together. He, uh, is a, we call him our glorified grunt man. So he's really good at setting setting you up for success. He's good at, you know, loading the tools, getting everything set up for, for
for mixing prep and stuff. So we are a really good team in that aspect. Um, but yeah, I don't like, as far as running crews, I haven't ran into anything uh, on job sites. There's usually, everyone is pretty respectful of me, but I, I present myself in that way as well. Like I show up as a professional, I'm shaking hands, making eye contact, um, kind of talking them through what my goal is for the day and what um, kind of our process is and answer any questions that they have. Gotcha. Jen, I was just asking Crystal about leading crews out in the field from the generational standpoint, as well as possibly um, uh, being a woman as well. But, you know, for for the installation crisis and you bring in a bunch of people, that means they're going to be our future leaders. So I was curious of that dynamic when you are leading older uh, installers on a crew. Um, just some insight to your experience on that. Um, I haven't run into too much issues with having older guys on a crew, um, you know, more often than not, you know, you, you develop that relationship and they trust, you know, what you're doing. And I think when you have uh, crew members working with you, you know, coming into that situation, they are already aware that you're in charge. Um, but it's a little different when you're running into other tradesmen on the job site that are older, that it's just, it's not atypical to see a woman leading a crew. Yeah. So, so there, there, I would say you get some double takes, but once you kind of stay, like Crystal saying, you, you walk in, you introduce yourself, look them in the eye, shake them, shake their hand. You just kind of go through the, I, I don't want to say motions, but you're going through the motions to establish that, you know, you're there to work and professionalism. Do you yeah. think it's harder to do that as a female than than it is like if one of us walked in there and just starts taking control? Because sometimes, you know, like he's saying, those the older generation kind of use things a little bit differently and they could take things differently. Do you think that it's harder for you guys to end up doing that than it would be for us? I so I definitely think that it is a little bit harder, um, but I also think the mentality of the individual plays a big part. Like for me, if another, you know, individual has a problem with me being there, I it's carp, 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 sorry, can't talk. It's for me, I don't care. That is their problem. My brain has like designated it as that. So I, then they have to contend with that. That's not me. That's really the confidence that you were speaking about in the video too, right, Crystal, where you got, you had to get to that confidence level is that once you get there is when you start to have that, is that accepting yourself that you have the authority or is it, what is that? Um, I, I mean, I think I'm still working on all of that. Uh, is, are you ever done working on your confidence levels? You know, as you learn new things, you're, you're starting to build confidence on other things as well. Uh, for me, if someone is giving me a hard time, I usually try to work out a deal with them. Um, how long are you going to be here? Uh, I just need to do this. And 
I think that's the difference between me and say Daniel per se, because when he shows up, he's like, I need this and I need this now. She she's and a lot more empathetic than I am when it comes to stuff like that. Because when when I go in there, it's this is what I need. I need the floor to do the floor. You guys got to get out. Whereas she goes in there, hey, this is what I need to do. How can we work together? And I think that actually helps her out a lot because it's just not something that I think about doing. Yeah, that's it's interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah, I try to try to form that that partnership. And maybe that's why I'm uh, a likable person when I'm on a job site, because if I need to leave that alone for, you know, a couple hours in the beginning of the day, but that means I have it at the end of the day, I can make uh, a different game plan to where I can still be where I want to be by the end of the day and everybody's still happy. Yeah, that's that's working. <laughs> I'm I'm on Daniel's side of that fence when I was young and first started installing and started running crews in my lower 20s and would catch so much flack cuz I looked like I was 8 and <laughs> I I you was still look like I you're eight. I, <laughs> I was telling people what to do and and I caught a lot of flack and I was a guy. I mean, I, I caught a lot of flack from older, uh, installers. I mean, I got thrown off a job once because they turned me in for not having a hard hat on my own, my own company guys did that because, Jeez. you know, it was, it was one of those combative, uh, situations, this young kid coming in thinking he knows everything. And, and to be fair to them, I was a bit of a, uh, egotistical jerk when I, I thought first got going, I thought it was awesome. And it took some education and some uh, training courses to learn that I didn't know as much as I thought I did, which is why I am so heavy on pushing on training now. Um, mm -hmm. But um, yeah, so I would imagine as, as a, as a woman in the trade, there's pros and cons. Like you have a gentler way, maybe it's just smarter way of, getting what you want like it's still your goal oriented i want this you just go about it in a different manner than than say daniel or i would go in and like move this crap get this out of the way get the ceiling tile guys out of here now we're supposed to do this today and you have a more creative path to the same yeah. goal without I've, causing I've all the both. tension yeah. rollin says that um he says he's worked with you know both genders and he feels like they get um, a, a lot more respect because they have a, a certain self-assurance about themselves, right? Like, I know I'm coming in here and I can work with everyone. So that that means that, you know, I'm coming in as a partner right off the bat. I'm not necessarily coming in and trying to take over the entire job like we're talking about. So can learn some stuff. we could learn some stuff. That's why we're talking to them. Yeah. How about you, Jen? Yeah, how about you, Jen? Working through some of those site dynamics, and I think it's just like I said before, it's building the relationship, having open communication, talking to everybody on site, trying to coordinate things so we can all work together. I get some, you know, pushback a little bit, but I don't think it. And maybe it's just me. I don't think it's any more than when I see like, so my husband and I were running the installation company and if he showed up versus I, me showing up, um, he was going to get that same pushback no matter what. 
And, um, in, but in all fairness to what you were saying, Daniel, my husband is a very young looking face. So maybe that just didn't help our situation where I'm female and he's young looking. And I know that. I know that feeling too. <laughs> so if, if, that's why you'll never see him without facial hair. I don't blame this him. This is the only fly. way of proving it. What's that? This is the only way of proving that, that he's 40. <laughs> that's why, the, that's why the Paul's is. showing the grays. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I got mine are coming in. They're slowly but surely. Yeah, mine too. Someone so called him something platinum. Up. Platinum. Yeah, that's what I, I call mine. Platinum. <laughs> platinum. Me too. I got something to well, add to to that the, the theory you guys is uh, from what I've seen as as far as sitting back and observing is that uh, me obviously as a male see check it out as a male I go in there and if I go in there and I'm and I'm assertive no matter if I'm trying to work with or against someone to get the areas um, I'm just considered cocky because I'm a man but if a woman goes in there with it she's just considered confident which is uh, approach totally different, you know, and it's received differently um, depending on also like Jen said too, depending on the demographic that you're dealing with or the age demographic that you're dealing with. Um, and, and when, when I started leading crews, I was young and it's the same thing. Like I went in confident, but people still thought I was cocky and I was always leading people. My crew was always older than me and everyone I worked with or under on other projects, generals, um, they were, always older than me too because i was young i was put in the position at a young age um but it gave me a lot of practice and 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 i think uh i think crystal's approach because i've seen it firsthand and uh worked with her long enough is, is she's got a very great balance between both uh confident and and, and getting her point across um, but she also understands the importance of holding her part of the bargain if she if she makes a deal, if she says, hey, this is our compromise, she's got to hold up her end of the bargain, right? Otherwise, she loses all credibility um, for future projects or the future of that project. Uh, but that goes for anybody, not just her. That's for anybody. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, I think it's a struggle no matter what. But I, I love the fact that she has her own way of going in and uh, commanding respect, so to speak. Well, I remember in the one of the roundtables that you two were on as well that talking about the generation, uh, the gap in and um, the women thing came up too. But it was really the generational gap portion where it was talking. You guys talked about I forget who said this, but I remember it distinctly. Like we're not lazy; we just try to find the most efficient way. That would be risk. Okay, yeah. so yeah, and with that being like, how can we get the older, um, maybe this isn't the best question, but basically, how do we get older people to realize that it's not lazy, maybe just listen for a minute and see if their way is more efficient, and, um, you know, specifically since younger, you know, the younger crowd, I think, are being, you know, attending more uh, trainings. When I say younger, I mean the the new people coming into the into the industry now have more access to more training than maybe five years ago. Uh, maybe some of that's coming through through CIM or some other trainings, or just going through a training. Um, you know, a course itself, uh, certification. They talk about professionalism and such, just depending on which one you go to. But my point is, is it because of training you? 
you possibly know a more efficient way than an old school guy would. Um, and that doesn't have to be combative. So how do you work around that where you're like, look, just hear me out for a minute. If you're being from a, not from a women's standpoint, but from a generational gap standpoint, does that make any sense? I, I get what you're saying. I think we just have to have the conversations um, because some of us, we uh, well, all of us, it's human nature that we kind of get tunnel vision um, and we get stuck in, in seeing things only in from our perspective. So the only way to give consideration to there being anything else is to have the conversation. Hey, maybe it's not that they're just lazy. Maybe they just have a different way of working. And uh, I mean, cause when, when Reese said some stuff, I, you know, it was like, you know, I, I never thought about it like that. And she had some really great points. I, I actually, that would have been a clip that I would love to have gotten. Actually, Daniel, I think you got it. Right it's, a, it's on YouTube. The whole thing is on YouTube. Yeah, she did no, a, a fantastic job of explaining it. And I think that needs, that kind of stuff needs to be put out there because overall, I think the younger generations get a bad rap for that. Um, I mean, if I look at my kids, they see how hard I've had to work as uh, a contractor. And I, I can, I, I can, I doubt that they would go, yeah, I want to work that hard. No, they're going to look at it and go, I don't want to work that hard. I actually think there might be a different way of doing it. Yeah. You know, no well, different she, than, than us. You know, if we saw our parents struggling growing up, uh, we're not going to want to struggle growing up. We want to do something different. Put yourself in a different position for yes. an easier yes. uh, chance of success. Right. That, that's awesome. And Well, and that's and, what parents do too, right? We try to yeah. set our, our kids up to to have it better than us. So right. there's a bit of that comes natural. And a lot of that, like I, I did an article about self-leveling, right? And that's what one of the points of self-leveling is, is to do things smarter. You know, you can go, go ahead and skim that floor three or four times to get it to look the same way that you could if you just self-level it one time and people don't don't look at it like that they they think oh you're just trying to take the easy way out well yeah man you only got so many miles on your knees let's uh let's start thinking about other ways that you can you know prolong your body and having you know uh the younger generation start with that right away is going to be really ideal for the industry well, and they're coming in knowing the newer tools. We talked at one point about the pot on one of the podcasts about, you know, just crab stretchers and how revolutionary we found those when we got our hands <laughs> on them, you know? I mean, it's it's kind of like the cell phone, you know, the younger generation, like my kids grew up with cell phones. Like it was part of them, you know, growing up. Um you know, understanding that the tools that they have at their disposal coming into the trade is is better. And so they have a better understanding of the easier ways of doing things. And someone like myself who's been doing it forever, grab a kicker and start kicking. And there's this thing called a crab stretcher. Right. Kevin said that uh, he had a, a hard time with the age aspect because Kevin looks young as well still. And he's just had a, a good worth, work ethic will get respect at any age. Yeah. And I think um looking at it from from kind of our perspective, right? We were our we're our we're minorities. So we already kind of get that pushback. We've been on jobs to where a lady looks at Jose <laughs> and she's like, you go here now. 
And then How long like, may take you yeah. finish this area? And it's like, lady, I speak better <laughs> English than you. Yeah, we're going to be right here. That was literally a conversation what Daniel just said. And so it, it gives us a different, you know, kind of view into um, what a woman may end up going through on a job site or a young person. Because I started off young, too. I started off leading crews when I was like 19 years old. And it's like, no one takes you seriously until you show them. And it sucks because showing them sometimes you had to work extra hard. And and that goes back into something that uh, I, I, was, I was listening to, to a podcast. I don't remember which one it was about a week or two ago. And it goes back to, and this is the, the, the younger generation that was adding to it. And they said that, you know, maybe us as a younger generation, we're going in knowing that we're trying to find an easier way, knowing that we, we're going to end up using an easier way. But if we're not willing to get our hands dirty uh, alongside the older generation, then maybe we'll never gain that respect. And um, and that's kind of the takeaway I took from that is that maybe the same way when I came in, right? Because I was the younger generation at one point. I was the person trying to make things easier. Um, and I was approaching a different way. But I also dove in next to them. If they were sticking their hand in the five-gallon bucket of manure or crap, I was doing it with them, knowing I knew a different way and a better way. But I did it with them so that way I was able to gain the respect of my peers so that way they were listening to me later on. Um, different approach and nobody's got to put their hand in the bucket of, of crap like I just said, but it's, it's, it's just one of those examples where maybe there is some give and take on both sides. Yeah, well, you guys both said it, Crystal and Jan, that you know, it sounds like conversation and how you approach it is 90% of it. And then, you know, what comes out when the Kevin, was it Kevin that just said that hard work is respected by? Yeah. So I think where some disconnect happens is they, they assume trying to find the easiest way is not hard work, A, but B, really what we should be focused on is, in my opinion, is are they, if if a young person is punctual and dependable and they're for the like works the same amount of time and is like there at 6 30 the same as the other crews all this kind of thing if they're hard working from that perspective but then they find an easier way to do things so really it's out you know to me it would be if a younger person comes on and they're dependable and they're punctual and teachable then that's all i look for and it doesn't matter to me how old they are or what gender. It's those things that are most important. Becky says that uh, presenting yourself in a mindset of always being interested in learning and efficiently working is a piece to combative minds. I do it this way because I've learned this way just to be transparent and open to questioning. Like, do you feel that X is more effective than Y? And it's... Oh, posing it as a question. Yeah, like... Uh, the, the people that say I've done it this way for 20 years. So it's the only way that I know how to do it. And they don't want to stray from that mindset. And, and what you have to do is you have to come with an open mind. All right. I've done it this way for 20 years, but this person is showing me that I can get this done and save X amount of time and still have it done right. Then maybe we should be listening a lot more to these people than what we have been. I think there's just a nat also a natural resistance. I mean, to an, an older person, I mean, 
like if a 20 year old carpet layer came up to me and wanted to show me a new way of doing things, I don't, I can't say that I wouldn't have resistance <laughs> to what that young person's saying. Uh, it's, it's a, the, a bit of that is just natural. Um, but there again is where we have to recognize those natural tendencies and judge whether or not they are are serving us or not i mean is it serving us to be so hard-headed sometimes obviously not right and a a great thing that i went through a certification with william thornton and we were doing some heat welding and he he was watching me right and i'm I'm heat welding and i'm explaining it to another person that was doing the certification and he was just like i never would have thought to explain it and do it that way i'm gonna write that down so that that's the way that i'm going to teach it from now on so this is someone that's been in the industry for years still learning and you can you you have to be able to take that information and run with it instead of being so locked into your ways that you know no new information can penetrate yeah i think that always be training i'm i'm wondering too if a lot of the their resistance to learning something new is they don't see the time that it saves them right up front. Some of these things take a little bit more practice. And I know for like one of the guys on our crew, he said if he doesn't understand something right away or if he doesn't get the concept, he doesn't want to do it that way because he knows that his way is effective. Even if it's going to save him time in the long run, it saves him being frustrated in that moment. So just just throwing out there that it could be they just are not adapting as as well to new concepts as yeah, it could just take that's that persistence in training, you know, and then, being persistent in trying. You may not pick it up the first time and run after it, but you know, when things are maybe when you're not on such a high pressure job, you try that new technique or you try that new way. Um, but yeah, I I'm curious for you and Jen, did, did, how was training for you guys? You've guys been through different certification courses and things of that, of this nature, different training. How has that been for you? Is it open arms? Are you treated any differently when you go to different trainings? Both, both aspects, women and, and your age, when you first started getting trained, I see smirks. Jen's only like 21, (laughs) right? (laughs) Almost 21. I, Almost 21. I feel Sorry. like uh, when when I started, um, well, everybody's nice. That's that's great. But when you watch the guys interact, they're not as nice with each other, but they're definitely more accommodating for you. And you're like, dude, I'm an installer. You're an installer. Let's just look at things that way. I, I'm not delicate. You don't have to watch what you say. It's fine. My mother probably taught sailors how to swear. So let's move on. Um, so I feel like, uh, that is something I've run into a lot and it's just, it, it's not the case. And, uh, I just want to be treated as any other installer and, um, but, but I have a good bathroom to go to, right? Yes. Yes. That, <laughs> um, but, and, and a maternity area. All right. When, so if you're pregnant, during, I think we had to accommodate, a um, a breastfeeding, breastfeeding breast pumping. You know, I've yeah. I've seen that in some of the uh, other female uh, flooring forums where women are actually on site with their kids and do that. So um, more power to them. I mean, when 
having one of the kids, I was like installing floor. And I told my husband, I'm like, yeah, I think I'm having contractions. I'm going to go back to installing the VC <laughs> later. And 10 minutes later, it was, hey, could we just call the doctor? I don't want to deliver the baby. And it's just like, you actually, <laughs> you were actually installing pregnant and, yeah. and having contractions. Yeah. And kept I, I, I remember it perfectly. It was a salon in Milwaukee. I was doing VCT. I was going around the door jam. And, and Ooh. okay, Ooh. guys, <laughs> when you when you stub your toes and you don't show up to work, there's a new level of experience. Yeah, no <laughs> excuse. What what in the world? That is awesome. Yeah, you didn't even Crystal work that long. The same wow. thing. I worked. We, we tried to force. I tried to force maternity. Right. What did you say, or Crystal? I said both times I I delivered like a week after I stopped working. Wow. You Her guys body are like, ooh, break. Let's do it. Yep. <laughs> that is crazy. So um so that shouldn't get in the way either. It sounds like not into not not that I would um encourage or discourage either any women to to uh install pregnant, but at the end of the day it shows you that it's not necessarily just like Jen said, it's don't, don't treat her as, you know, more uh, fragile or anything. Mm -hmm. Her ears and her body are just fine to do the job she's there to do. I think that's the case that we got to focus right. on. And then when you yeah. have a, a woman that's pregnant on a job site too, you should see like, if you're working in an office setting, like, and someone starts complaining about the fumes, it's like, Smell, like she, yeah. she's eight months pregnant right now you're you'll, you're gonna be fine yeah <laughs> jen what I'm, I'm sure that this question is going to come up in the chat but i want to know how many contractions does it take for you to do a door cut uh, i don't know <laughs> i so i have a high pain threshold so like to me it's like oh well that's weird and i just kind of go back to it and they're like okay there's another one and but that's be that was it and then i'm like you know i wonder if that's what it is Nah, and but I was like, well, I better say something in case it happens. That way, it's not my fault. <laughs> so no, that's I'm, why gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest uh, to to you and and to to Crystal. Like that just amazes me that you guys are able to function and and go like I don't want to say like it, it's it's an obstacle, right? But like to me, it almost well, they just like, show it's not guys, an obstacle. Yeah, I, to me, it's like some some guys I know, uh, including maybe myself, as some in some cases, always try to find an excuse not to work. And that's what that's where I was going with that is uh, it, it wasn't even an option. It wasn't even, and you guys were doing that. And I, I love that. that. That absolutely amazes me that, that while well, yeah, you're creating it, life, you're creating art with your hands think, as well. That's, that's he actually awesome. cut herself while she was pregnant too. Oh, stitches, both right? times. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, you guys are soldiers. I don't know what the deal is. Hey, do we have matching scars? <laughs> really? yeah. It's right here. It, I didn't do mine pregnant though. <laughs> yeah, we told her to take the week off. She said, "No, we could. I could work one more week." We're like, "I don't think that's a good idea." <laughs> it was <laughs> the day she came back to work. She's like, "Oh, um, uh, you guys stayed home." <laughs> Every time I cut myself, I don't want to tell anyone either. Except this time, they uh. I got eight stitches here. It's the first time they made me go to the hospital and I didn't want to. The, the crazy yeah. thing is, is that everyone always, like they don't want to tell me, but also they do want to tell me because I'm really good at like 
stitching people up in a just real quick so you can nurse be Daniel. all right. Nurse, nurse Daniel. <laughs> no, Nurse Dan. Hoda has said that uh, the babies were learning installs in the womb. <laughs> all right, we got new installers coming on board soon. <laughs> I can say I don't know if it's because I worked through my first pregnancy. I uh, I stayed home most of that, but my second two, I was actually doing flooring and. Them kids are like way more hype. It might be the things I was smelling. <laughs> so what what um after the the uh video with Mohawk's accessories side, um when did that come out and and have you guys has anybody reached out? Has has other women who are thinking about getting into our industry have any reached out to either of you two over the the time here i, I think that video regardless of video came out like this week right this week, gotcha today's tuesday Maybe. so then it was last week last friday. week friday or something it'll yeah. be interesting to see i i wish um i hope more ladies watch and consider it what are the pros like what would you tell a woman that is especially a younger woman because right we're we're talking about the generational gap in a way and we're talking about women in construction in a way so what advice do you give to younger uh women who are considering it like what should they drop as if they have some concerns what were what are some of those that might come up but they just need to drop and give it a shot some Maybe people, their pre I, preconceived notions or any of that. I could see that maybe like for me coming into it, I was a little bit intimidated by the the construction portion of it because I had never done construction before. But I can honestly say that it has made me a lot stronger woman because of it. And that's because of all the people that I have surrounded myself with who I've learned from have helped me feel more confident in my skin and like leading crews and being able to go out and talk to different people and um, kind of coordinate different jobs that were needing to be done has helped me become a better leader. Um, and I just feel like, I don't want to say powerful, but you feel like like a badass like and it's not because you want the attention or anything it's because you're put into this leadership position where you can kind of lead other people to to different successes as well yeah and leadership's leadership regardless of gender or age so if you display those you know those leadership qualities one of them's being willing to do what you're asking of others, right? We we know that's a, a leadership quality. Also, you know, being punctual and dependable for your staff or for your subordinates or whatever. That that you know, being there and uh being a you know a good leader, it it doesn't matter whether you're a woman or a man, but it's particularly important, it sounds like, for your own confidence to get built. You know what I mean? Like it's self-generating when you show up and then you do the work and you're, you're on time and regardless of your age and people recognize that if 
like it was said earlier, those things are respected traits. It really doesn't matter what your gender is or what your and, age is. And not only that is, uh, I think that being in the flooring has actually led me to other uh, have other capabilities outside of flooring as well. Um, for right. instance, uh, just other aspects of construction, I've learned to, uh, you know, painting. I can do. I can re remodel our. I remodeled our bathroom, which I put our bathtub in. I put our sink in. I didn't do the electrical because that's not what I do. Yeah, <laughs> she, call, she calls. Yeah, someone call else for guys. electrical. Well, actually, I let my husband mess it up first, and then we call them. <laughs> um, but I've like I've Charlie. right. I've recently taken up taken up making uh like baking and stuff, and just being because I can be creative with my hands on the floor, I can be <clears throat> creative in other aspects of my life as well. Hey, hold up, guys! You heard that right? Like she just now took up baking. So all you guys who think that the stereotypes that that's what women are doing, that's what they're learning. No, 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 no. That's pretty awesome that's though. That, yeah. That you can find the love of something else through um, whether it's some can, you know, um, carpentry work or some plumbing work, just building your confidence to be able to jump into some of those things is, you know, I know a lady who started a company um, here in Wichita about four or five years ago, and I actually know her husband pretty well, and she started a company of handy women. Uh, I forget the name of it, but it's it's all women that go in and in the residential world and do handyman at work for uh, customers, and they are killing it. They are killing it. And they're killing it because they found that, look, a lot of a lot of consumers uh, now this may not, you know, go right over into the, you know, commercial construction world. But in the residential world, a lot of consumers like having uh, women do the work. I mean, that's the bottom line. And they are killing it. She's adding um, just a couple of weeks ago, I was traveling uh, down to Dallas with Chris and he was telling me they're Addy, they're trying to find more women to add to their, to that business. And I don't know how it's all set up, but I thought it was pretty interesting that they went into a male dominated field and really just are killing it. And it, it had to be the stuff you guys are talking about, the confidence to do that. And obviously they got to do good work or at the end of the day, because that's what, that's kind of like the Delta, no matter what, if you're not doing good work, you can get thrown out, right? But if you're doing good work and you couple that with the demeanor and the approach and the creative um, thought process that you guys have, it's proven to be a win for them. I can say that it does uh, cross over to the, the commercial aspect as well, because I find that when I go on to job sites where women are are the owners or the designers are women, I can actually relate to them a lot more. And I think they feel more comfortable and more at ease that we can communicate on that level. That's a good point. We've actually gotten uh, invites because they preferred uh, to have uh, Crystal there as their installer. And that was because like, uh, uh, the designer, uh, obviously a female at, at one of the projects or the lady who was in charge of uh, getting uh, everything moved out uh, in charge of her crews and the office staff. 
um, really loved the fact that uh, Crystal as a crew leader um, was there and, and it and it just kind of, I don't want to say it fed into it, right? But it it's, women are not shy. Women will empower women all the time, but a guy is, is always hesitant to empower a, a, another male because they're a male. And that's a superpower that women have is, is, is they don't care. Right is right, wrong is wrong. She's done a good job that deserves some notoriety. And, and I love that. And, and to that point, Jose, um, you know, one of the things, cause Crystal and I had jumped on a call with, uh, she was a new installer and she was going through the two or five week out in Wichita and um, Dwayne Pruitt reached out and asked us if we jump on a call with her and talk. And one of the things that we, you know, had mentioned is how great the other females in our industry are. Like we're each other's cheerleaders and you don't always get that. Cause you know, we're, it's, it's not a competition. We're, you know, we're happy to see each other's successes and, um, I mean, it's it's fantastic to see the older generation. You know, we have Susie Namba, Kathy Case, and you know this generation with Crystal and Elena Lagator, and it, it's really encouraging when you see the next generation coming in that you can encourage them and then feel like, yes, I do have a place that. You know, even even though there might be some intimidation factor because it is male dominated, they can see that they're getting that support from their their females uh, that are also in the industry. Yeah, because I don't think, you know, a, no one empowers a female like another female. And I've seen that not not just in this industry, but um, my wife used to uh, teach pole dancing classes. And that was the, the main focus there was you get these women that are so like down on themselves and they, you, you just get them in a group and you empower them up to the, to a point where, you know, their confidence is, is just out there now. And she, she did some pole classes too. Stretcher pole. It was a stretcher pole though. That's a, just so you guys know, it was a stretcher pole. Probably doesn't hurt as much. But um, <laughs> Rollin does ask a good question. He says that, you know, both you guys came from families that were in the industry do you feel like this helps you compared to someone that's starting out fresh in the industry? That is a good question. <clears throat> hey, we were still fresh though, Rollin. I'll just let you know that we were still fresh when she when she came in. We were still yeah, but we, we we were already started though. So I think yeah. they actually that's a bigger advantage for them coming in fresh and having so many women that are already established in the industry. Do you guys have a a month? Is there any? monthly women in Florence group or anything where you guys meet on a monthly basis or anything and just i believe they, they just start getting that ball rolling so yes it is starting sorry we got sorry, some feedback <laughs> okay oh, so it has technical difficulties jen you said they just got that ball rolling on that um, yes. Maybe, yes. Maybe they, we get some information on that, so that way we can share some of that that, that information uh, on some of the live feeds or the podcast. Yeah. So that way, uh, it, women who are currently in the industry or looking to get in the industry have somewhere to go to to get information. Um, that, that would be awesome. I just yeah. always give everyone Jen's number, so <laughs> <laughs> I think that in a flooring group, you know, well, there is a, there is women in the flooring. Um, group on Facebook. I think there's one yeah, on there's, LinkedIn. There's actually quite a few of them. Yeah. I got what, kicked out of a couple because I'm not a lady. 
So um, you did in drag, Jose. Is it only for yeah, women? Then? Is that is that a uh, group only for women, or is it just based on that? That um, different pages. Alana says women of the flooring business, and women? yeah, I think there's two different ones. One everyone is allowed to go to, and the other one only women, right? Yeah. So, and there are, there's, there's multiple ones. There's like women in floor installation, there's uh, CFI gals, there's tile chicks. So the, the premise is, is the reason why they don't allow uh, guys in there. And it has not, it's nothing to do because with you being a guy, because you could be the most encouraging one. It's so there's a place for other women to go and be able to ask questions, express concerns where they feel comfortable and other women who might be in those circumstances without being maybe judged by other guys, right. no matter how encouraging well, they are. It's a safe because yeah. you know Kevin, Kevin brought up uh, that tile chick Shannon, right? And she does amazing work. She she's got great videos. You know, we met her um, at Vegas. surfaces, yeah, yeah. Surfaces. and you know her and I think it's her fiance, right? They're not yeah, married. Chris. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They're 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 great people, and you get on some of these groups, and it's just the amount of crap that people talk for no reason is no ridiculous, reason. and it, it is it's like just because she has, you know, more followers than you, you'll be fine, man. Like, there's no reason to talk crap. And well, you I, I think that, that it's okay, right? Because <laughs> I've been on that side of things too, where people talk crap about me, but you're always, if you don't have haters, then maybe you're doing something wrong, right? It's like, well, they don't bother me one bit. You can- There seems to always me. be, there seems to always be a- um, I'd say a, a minority of people on these Facebook groups that their goal is to like find something negative. Um, I've read through plenty. I'm on plenty of the Facebook groups and women or men. It's like, there's just a, a, a portion of them that are always going to go down negative, And there's a portion that's always trying to find the positive and you can clearly see them. Uh, right. but, but I was just curious if there was that uh, aspect, and obviously there is, because and that's a good thing. I I don't see it. Not that a, a man should be in there, but there should be some, some that are mixed with that being the focus, and some that are just women only, and that's kind of uh, would allow more men to show their support, and also like. We're all, everybody's all in different parts of the country. If, so, if someone needs a job in Wichita and they're a female and they, they have a good track record or, or are hard workers, we, we would like to know them, you know, yeah. so it's also a way of, you know, gainfully employing people who want to be gainfully employed. So I was just curious if that dynamics there, that's, that's awesome that it is. I just, I just found another women's group on, on Facebook. I just typed it in to see what went on. And I'm a little jealous of the name. It's called Wi-Fi. Women in the flooring in industry. Point. Women in the flooring industry. That That's is, like, is pretty. I'm a little jealous. You know what? I followed. Good, good I followed. I like it. I That's dig a pretty it. good name. So we're getting close to the end here. Uh, it's funny how quick an hour goes. Jeez. Um <laughs> I do want to remind before we close that we have the Ford uh, Ford Progress Scholarship 
Uh, if you guys don't know about that, we mention every week, but it's uh, FCICA's SIM program. Uh, Go Career has sponsored uh, one of those courses. And so there's a scholarship uh, that we've emailed and emailed out. I wonder, could we post that like during our next, during next week's? Like, we got a, another email about it today as well. And then I also posted to the groups about it since awesome. I can't, since I can't win it, I might as well. And eligible. That's right. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> you and me together, but, uh, you know, apply for that scholarship. Uh, we will be selecting the winner on December 15th uh, or thereabouts. And so, yeah, get on. And uh, I want to make sure to, to uh announce that oh the deadline i'm sorry let me make a correction the deadline is december 15th and we will announce it january 10th the day before my birthday hey hey so uh anything in closing uh you guys would like to close with i'm talking to our guests i'm talking to jen and crystal our, our unique guest for the week. Well, I would suggest we that encourage. if there's any females looking to get into the industry, one, I'm more than happy to jump on a phone call, Zoom meeting, whatever it is, and talk about it. Um, and, and two, you know, if, if it's something where you like working with your hands, and even though it's a male-dominated industry, um, there is a place here. It is a very... Uh, encouraging, inviting trade. Um, I, I just take take the time and explore the possibilities. Thank you for saying that. That's that's awesome. Yeah, it is. I feel like it's How do you follow that, Crystal? Though. How do you follow uh, that? I say ditto. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank you guys for joining us this week. I know an hour's uh, short time to get through everything, but I hope everybody gained a little uh, insight to the perspective of being younger, coming into a trade that's also, you know, um, older dominated too. I mean, our average installer in the industry is somewhere between 53 and 58, depending on which study you read. So not only are you got that battle, but also uh, being in a male dominated field. So you guys are, you know, lionesses in my mind and, and uh, I appreciate your leadership in this this uh, this arena. So it can, it's a big lesson for men and women. I think a lot of the stuff we we talked about on this call. So I appreciate yeah, you guys. People are saying that they need to see more of you guys on here. So you might have to just. Uh oh. We might Actually, have to just take a break. Do our own have show? Do it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it the Crystal and Jen show. Yeah. Come join this crazy train. Oh, let me let me write the opening uh, the opening uh, statement and, and, and use it. <laughs> you have to only in song and dance form, Jose. Interpretive dance. <laughs> Interpretive <laughs> dance. So, um, I want to add before before we, we let everyone go and we end this. I want I want to add something that uh, crossed my mind during this whole conversation is guys maybe we can learn something from women entering the any industry not just flooring but you know 
we put ourselves in a situation right now where the older generation was not willing to share information, yet we have women coming in to every aspect of life, construction, business, and they're willing to pass that information on to the next because they are so supportive of building one another up. We probably wouldn't even be in a uh, shortage of labor right now if we had that vision and that view and shared that same drive uh, that women do. We would we would be more than willing to share information and pass it. I don't want to say pass it down, but pass it on and pass it down uh, because we would be building up the community around us instead of making sure that we are the only one on that totem pole. That should never be the case in any industry, um, no matter what. We should be more than willing to share with with everyone around us, essentially creating a village, right? That's so just food for thought. That's what popped in my head during this whole conversation. It's not uh, a flooring competition. It should be a flooring family. Yeah, the yeah. competition is only, you know, a few times a year for the regionals and then once a year in Vegas. Yeah, and I'll add to that that the the <clears throat> lessons that you can learn is we're all installers. So, so like the supporting that you're talking about, Jose, would have been really nice when I first got in. I could tell you that <laughs> you're not treated the best sometimes if you get with an old installer that doesn't want to see you there. So if we could be more supportive of installers in general, gender be damned and age be damned, just support another skilled tradesperson and uh, support their journey by sharing one of our core values in my company is that we share our knowledge and we make others feel that by showing them. And so, you know, the only way you can really break down the barriers is to not have them in the first place and recognize an installer for their worth as an installer. So maybe Jen kind of touched on this earlier and I know Crystal said it too, like we're not, we're not fragile and all this stuff. Treat us like installers, give us the knowledge, pass it on and allow us to do a great job. Just like Crystal said in the video, let me show you. Right, but also don't join our groups. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys. And with that, I'm going to close down this week's uh, huddle. We will see you guys next week. And thank you, Jen. And thank you, Crystal, for joining us. It was awesome. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. And we'll catch you on the next episode. All right. We'll see you guys, guys later. Thanks, guys. Bye.